Hello and welcome to the Skills Pod, a series of podcasts to support your skills development brought to you by the Study Skills Advisory Team. Hello and welcome to the podcast today by Study Skills. My name's Jennifer Harper and I have my colleague here, Michaela Holmes. Hi everybody. And we're going to have a quick overview, more of an introduction to what quantitative and qualitative research methods are. And from that, you'll be able to look into our more in-depth podcasts specifically on qualitative research methods and quantitative research methods. So today I'll start with just having a brief overview of qualitative research methods. And qualitative research methods look at the human response to a question they might have been asked. So it's collating the question feedback that they might give. So I might ask a question saying, what were the certain things that you enjoy about your days out with your family? And they'll give me a written response or a verbal response if it was an interview. And I would collate all that data from all my participants from asking them the same question. And that's very different from a qualitative research method. Yeah, so quantitative research is more about kind of the quantities or numbers um, and it's about looking for patterns in your data, um, testing a specific hypothesis rather than looking at kind of a broader view or kind of a more general question which qualitative research tends to be about. So when we talk about both there's two very distinct differences there and how you use that in the planning approach to your research is really important. So you need to be aware that quantitative research is a more numerical and data collective kind of approach in comparison to qualitative where you want to get the more um, insight and depth to the reasoning maybe behind why people have picked those questions. And we have to be aware that in the planning process we need to think about this in the bigger picture because it's important that we have an idea of what the bigger picture is in order to structure our planning approach for the assignment. Wouldn't you agree, Michaela? Yeah, definitely. Um, for me, planning is is well worth taking the time over. It's looking at that overarching, how do I need to start? What question am I trying to answer? Um, so that's your, your research question. Um, moving through and then deciding on, okay, well, based on this research question, based on how that fits in kind of the bigger world or the context um, of your of your discipline, how does that fit in and how is that best investigated? And when you spend that time planning, it's like Liz and I have said in some of the other podcasts, you know, don't think that by spending that extra time planning initially before you start any of these skills and any of the approaches, won't be beneficial to you because it will be. If you have an idea of the structure of your research or structure of your assignment, you'll gain further insight into the types of questions, whether that's quantitative or qualitatively approached, the types of questions you want to ask. Because if you aren't aware of the direction of your research or possible outcomes that might come from that, you might not ask the right questions and that's the big thing I think from an introductory point of view is making sure you ask the right questions either way whatever research method 
Yeah, and it's thinking about um, the different ways that you can ask the same question, because it might be the, you know, a more quantitative approach might be more appropriate or more applicable, um, in which case that you would ask your questions in a very kind of specific way to get that numerical data back. Whereas if you wanted to kind of open that out and have a much broader question, if you've got if you're using the qualitative route, then that would, you know, the way that you would ask that question would be very different. So. If we think about how those puzzle pieces fit together, I like to use an example that say maybe I've come across. So say we were working in the business department and we wanted to find out how many female leaders worked within the different levels of management and the leadership team. So I would do my research, I'll go, okay, I want to find out about this. So I'd use quantitative research methods to numerically count how many people were at each level. So we'd have three females in the lower level of the management structure, two in the middle, four in the senior levels. And the question I would ask would give me a numerical example of that. And that's great. But if I wanted to know the reasoning why they were at those different management levels, it wouldn't really be appropriate because it wouldn't give me that answer. And that's really where I should have probably used qualitative research methods because it would give me insight into the reasoning behind how those females got the certain leadership positions, how long they had been within that position possibly. So already you can see these questions are coming out naturally. You may find as you're going along, it might be more appropriate to have something that we call mixed methods. So I might need to know how many females are at different levels in addition to the reasoning behind why they're there and their feelings behind that or their observations and perspectives on that situation. So I might use a combination of both quantitative and qualitative research, which we call mixed methods. Yeah, that's a really interesting point, Jen. And it's thinking about what is right and what is kind of what will answer that research question in the best way. And it might be that you would answer it in a very qualitative way and I would answer it in a very quantitative way. And actually what we should do is we should kind of come together and we should combine ourselves and, and maybe go down the mixed method routes. When we are thinking about the planning process as well, it's important to think about the fact that it might not just be linear. So when you're prelaying out your, your research, it might be that you get to the end and you think, actually, the questions that I've asked and the way that I've asked them doesn't really answer my my original question that I wanted it to. And that's okay. What it might be is that you have to go around the cycle or this planning cycle or investigation cycle, maybe one or two times. I know that when I've done research before, I have started off and I've gone down a path that I've thought, yep, this is the best way and this is the best method to, to answer the questions that I have. And about eight months down the line, <laughs> don't worry, it should hopefully not take you quite as long as it took me to get to uh, the point where I realised that I wasn't uh, wasn't going or answering my question as I should. You'll get to the end of your cycle and think, actually, when I'm putting my my research into context, it doesn't really answer what I set out to. So what I would then do is, as I did right back then, is I went back to my research question and said, OK, that's great. This is what I want to investigate. What now is the best method? How do I best investigate it? And I went around that cycle again for a second time. And actually on that second time, it was much more coherent. I'd learned a lot from that first time that I'd that I'd gone through this cycle of what was working, what was not working. I did a little bit more research to think about, you know, 
how do I best get the answers to the questions that I want to find? And then kind of was able to to investigate in, in a much more streamlined and, and it actually answered the questions that I wanted it to rather than kind of just missing the mark slightly. Sometimes as well, Jen, what I like to do is the pilot study. So it might be that we go around this cycle once on a really small number of people, particularly when I'm looking at my, my quant-based research, go through this cycle maybe once, and then I find those pitfalls before I kind of expand that out to asking a lot of different people my survey if there are a few things that people either don't understand or I've asked something in a, a really unusual way. Um, there's a couple of things that you need to think about how much time you have and giving yourself enough time and with anything that we've spoken about previously or in any of the other podcasts it's about planning comes hand in hand with time <laughs> management so <laughs> it's important to give yourself enough time. I completely agree doing a, a pilot test is a fantastic idea and what I would say is worst case scenario if you do find that you've not been able to gather all the information that you require to answer the question from a research point and your assignments ensure that you say that you need to put that in the discussion phase that you've quite possibly not asked the right question it's not a case of by not mentioning it you they won't find out and not give you the marks it's more productive to say you know I didn't really ask the right question and therefore the research produced wasn't really quite relevant to what I wanted to get across and I think that's where it's really important as well possibly if you have time to do a pilot study that making sure that you try and ask the right questions for the outcomes that you are trying to discover and that doesn't mean trying to direct your research into a certain way I want this answer so I'm going to push it down this avenue mm -hmm. it's just a case of thinking about what is the outcome what do I want to find out and asking the right questions for that. Yeah, definitely. And also it gives you a bit of an opportunity to do a small scale analysis. So you can have a bit of a practice on kind of thinking about these statistical tests that you could use or different types of uh, qualitative analysis. Actually, just giving it a go, you'll get a much better feel for how you could possibly analyse it. And then you can go and have that conversation with your supervisor to say, this is what I'm thinking of doing. Is this the best way to do this? Is this most appropriate for my discipline? And, and getting some of their initial feedback rather than getting it at the very last minute when you've you've already done it on quite a large scale and realise actually there are different ways that you could have done this. And just make sure that you're realistic because we've had different students and probably experiences of our own in the past where we've gone too big we've gone oh I'm going to look at all this research I'm going to do mixed methods I'm going to do quant and qual and you've just collected too much data so you know quantity it's that old, old saying isn't it not sometimes quality is always better over quantity so ensure you're asking the right questions to get the outcome that you want but also think about the qualitative side if you decided to do an interview or survey and things you've got to interpret that data so you might have to then go forth and do transcriptions and collate the data in certain ways to group it so that takes time as well and that's something you need to consider in your time management plan of the planning process it's exactly the same on the quantitative side as well isn't it Michaela? Yeah definitely quantitative analysis um, particularly if you are starting to learn a new program maybe that you've never used before 
that will take a little bit of time. And what you should do is when you're planning out, maybe plan out a giant timeline where you can add in some of those skills. It might be that you need to come along to some of these study skill sessions, come and have a chat to some of our advisors and and start to upskill yourself while you're waiting for some of those responses to come in. Don't let yourself have big groups of downtime where there are other things that you could be doing. Think about some of those other areas that maybe you could you could expand on so that when it comes to your analysis, it's as streamlined and it's as, as straightforward as possible for you. Yep, definitely. And what I would say at this point is um, we've given you a little quick overview of quantitative and qualitative, but there are two further podcasts that are really specific and go in depth to qualitative research methods and quantitative research methods. So just hop onto one of those at this point and you can then have a look whether that's the type of research method that you wish to use. You also might want to listen to both of them as well, going down that mixed method kind of route. But that's it for today. So we hope you'll tune in again soon. Thanks, bye. Bye. Mm -hmm.